What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Wrestling Crossroads. I am one half of your dynamic duo, Twisted, along with Brother Pyro. What is up, y'all? And it is Money in the Bank. You want to tell everybody why Money in the Bank is so wonderful for the company? This, first off, is probably one of the greatest ladder matches to ever exist. Thank you, Mr. Chris Jericho. Um, secondly, this can easily make or break your career. Granted, I think it has lost some of its touch mm-hmm. in being something, hey, this should be used to build up future stars, not focus what it is now. Focus on guys that have been, you know, in that title picture, stars yeah. that they've already made. Um, And I will also state this, it is also huge because, you know, now you get to see women thrive as much as the men. Yes. Um, I will state one, one small qu- quarry about... Mm-hmm. why I feel today was kind of dumb on WWE's part. Why is that? You went head-to-head with the UFC in their home city. Mm-hmm. What you should have done was have, like, a Baszler, a Ronda, a Riddle, who all come from that, like, UFC MMA Background. world, Yep. go to the UFC events tonight, kind of like, hey, look at these guys that came from our art kingdom and are now thriving over here. And then have money in the bank be for the next night. I think that would have been a really good business move on the company's part. Mm -hmm. However, I am still super excited about the event. So, do you want to open us up with the first match or do you want me to take it? Um, Either way, you want to start it? All right, so we're going to open up right away with the Raw Women's Championship match. Bianca Belair facing now, facing... Mm -hmm. Carmella, who um did take the place of an injured Rhea Ripley, so get well soon, Rhea, because we want to see you and all of your badassness mm-hmm. in the ring again. Um, she got this by winning a fatal five way amongst her, Asuka, Liv, Alexa, and Becky. Um, in terms of pick, myself, deci- actually, now that I'm actually looking at it, really, um. It's a clean sweep. Unanimous. Bianca retains her title, which is a very smart move on the company because it's Bianca and Mella, I don't think, has been built to the stature of holding the championship once again. I do feel she can get there at some point, though. I do agree with that. I don't think it's time yet. And who knows with the fact that we only have seven women in the Money in the Bank ladder match tonight, who's to say that they don't pull out a third or an eighth? I'm sorry. Who's to say that they don't pull out an eighth? A surprise and, entrant would be nice. Yep. Yeah, I'm thinking either they put they, they could build Carmella for that because she was Miss Money in the Bank once again, or we see a returning Bailey come in for the eighth spot. Okay, so I am gonna read or talk about something that I did read mm-hmm. um earlier today. She has officially started yes. her physical rehab and physical work to prep for an in-ring return. So unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a little bit of rain on your parade. Bailey will not be returning tonight. I mean, who's to say you never know on any type of return? That's fair. But again, or like I said, what I was of... reading, her, her physical training did just start maybe a couple days ago. So I don't think she's at that point where, all right, I'm comfortable just jumping right back into the ring, especially if it's In a, a match, match. Yeah. that chaotic. All right, uh, next up, the SmackDown Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey versus Natalia. Now, last time Ronda was 
in the ring. We knew that her and Natalia were really good friends. They made a really good storyline with those two. But now it seems that tables have turned and Natalia is like, I want what you have. Even going so far as to mocking Rhonda for being a mom. And I think that is something you just don't do. All right. Um, You know, looking at the picks, it looks like Panda was the only one to go against the entire grain and choose Natalia. So, I mean, all of us, all, uh, the rest of us all went for Ronda. Your reasoning for Ronda. She just won the title, what, like a month ago, if that? I believe so. A month or two ago? Mm-hmm. month and a half ago? Like, why, why have her, first of all, dethrone the queen of the WWE, Charlotte, just to take it off of her right away. And if you're really trying to legitimize her as a champ, that would just be a really flawed way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so next up, we have the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. This consists of Lacey Evans, Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss, Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, Shotzi, and Gonzalez. Becky Lynch. It's Raquel Gonzalez now. Oh, I'm so sorry. The way that they had had it posted, it said Rodriguez. Yes, So, and that's fair. Um, do you want to take us into how each woman got their title ch- or got their chance in this match? Okay, so going into a quick overview, Lacey defeats Zia Lee um, to become the first woman to qualify mm-hmm. in a one-on-one match on SmackDown. Um, Liv and Alexa qualified by beating Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. in a tag team match, um, which I really liked. Um, Raquel defeats Shayna to earn herself a spot. Beck or Oscar beats Becky to earn herself um a spot. We had Shotzi beat Tamina, um, which actually should have been Shotzi versus Aaliyah but Aaliyah for a qualifying match, but because of injury, Tamina took that spot. Tamina suffered an L. Shotzi's now in the match, and then you had a was it a last chance mm-hmm. kind of match where it was Becky Lynch, Nikki Ash. Tamina, Zia Lee, Shayna Baszler, Dewdrop, in an elimination style where Becky Lynch pretty much dominated the whole match to the surprise of no one. Yeah. Um, um to the surprise of no one, and I am really... I'm, I, I do feel like that was a questionable call. She just got out of the title picture. Like, I feel like that should have been a spot for, like, a Zia Lee... Or a Nikki, or a honestly a Dewdrop, a Shayna would. Yeah, Shayna would have also been nice, but like Becky Lynch did not need that win. No. So there's there's my take on how everybody got there. Um, you want to give us into the predictions? Um, so it looks like everybody picked one person that is in the ladder match. MKE went with Liv Morgan along with myself. Um, we had Desario choosing Lacey Evans. Panda chose Alexa Bliss, and Flash went Asuka. Interesting. So Very every, interesting. So you have a nice variety in this. Yes. But Pyro, we don't know your pick. Um, That's because I've been struggling to figure it out. And I think if you're WWE, the smart move, and this is going to be my prediction as well, mm-hmm. not necessarily who I want to win, because we all know I want it to be either Alexa or Liv. Mm-hmm. But my prediction is Lacey Evans. You you just brought her back with a bunch of vignettes, are trying to build her up as this top star, top woman star in the company. And I mean, 
let's put it this way, last year, beginning of the year, she was supposed to be involved in the title picture. Yep. But due to pregnancy, and I'm not saying, you know, anything bad with that, because, no. you know, she's an awesome, she's a badass mom and a great role model to to her two young daughters. Um, but because of pregnancy, she the original plans for her to be in the title picture were scrapped, so I think it's time you give that back, back to her. Do you think that she's earned it? I I not gonna say she earned it because I don't think she ever lost that spot. Okay. That is that is entirely fair. Let's go into the men's money in the bank ladder match next. And then we'll round out the last two matches that we have. Does that sound good to you? Alright. Um, so do you want to take us through who's in this? Alright, the men's money in the bank match is the Nigerian giant. Because everybody that's big and, you know, on a roll has to be Nigerian. I mean, you know. Big, on a roll, and unfortunately of African-American descent. Yes. Because, you know, we saw that with Apollo literally around this time last year. And, you know, now he's in NXT without the accent. Yep. Or like (laughs) the entire gimmick, pretty much. Yes. They pulled a Kofi. Yep. (laughs) But anyway, um, Omos takes on Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Sami Zayn, Riddle, and Madcap Moss. For an opportunity to call themselves Mr. Money in the Bank. Um, Before we actually get into how everybody got in here, I do want to say, can we bring back the personalized briefcases, please? Because those were a lot of fun to see mm-hmm. each one designed to the unique superstar. I'd love to see that, especially, you know, if Riddle were to win, we'd see a lot of... Uh plants all over his early plants tie-dye some snakes bro, you know just decked out on it yes it'd be beautiful um but if you don't mind i'm gonna take us through oh you know what you go right ahead love so on the june 13th episode of raw seth rollins actually defeated aj styles to earn their first spot in this match and later on that week drew mcintyre took on sheamus to determine who would be joining seth rollins however that match ended in a double count out um, next week, they had to defeat the Usos to keep their spot in the match, both of them, and they won. Omas earned a spot defeating Riddle. The honorary Us, Sami Zayn, picked up a vic- victory over Shinsuke Nakamura. And then Monday night, Riddle outlasted 19 other superstars in a battle royal to join the men's money in the bank. Now for this last part in the match, this last spot, it was a fatal four-way that took place on SmackDown, which... Consisted of Madcap Moss, The Miz, Baron Corbin, and Ezekiel. I'm sorry, Elias. Madcap, <laughs> Madcap punched his ticket by pinning Ezekiel, Elias, making him the Ella. eighth and last person in the Mr. Money in the Bank match. Um, do you want to take us through the picks? All right. So, four. Um, sorry. For yourself mm-hmm. and Flash. Yes. You guys picked the original bro, Riddle. Mm-hmm. Um, Panda picks Drew along with MKE. Mm-hmm. And Desario picked a Mr. Seth freaking Rollins. Um, again, another match that I did not come into with a pick prior to recording. Because, one, it I struggled to think about who I thought would be the best fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, I just wanted to see your initial reaction. So who are you picking? I'm going, and this is the person I want to win and the person I predict is going to win. I am also going 
the original bro, Riddle. Okay. Um, just because I, I personally think he has some unfinished business with the bloodline. He's got all the momentum behind him. He's got him. all the momentum behind him. And I think Riddle is world champion material. And I think it's time you let him shine. Yes, most definitely. Especially because of how over he is with the fans and how talented he is, both on on the microphone and in. Yeah, I, I, I think this is the way you bring it to him. Even if, you know, because he technically can't challenge Roman Reigns anymore as long as he's champion. Even if you have somebody take the titles off of Roman, I'd love to see any match that Riddle puts on with said person <clears throat> via the Money in the Bank contract. <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point this out because this also goes back to the point I made at the beginning of the podcast. Mm-hmm. He isn't necessarily a certified superstar yet. Mm-hmm. And again, this match was designed to help those guys that yeah. aren't just quite at the superstar level get there. And yes. I think this helps him. And two, let's let's talk about what's coming up at Helen's or not Helen's Hell, SummerSlam, mm-hmm. real quick. Last man standing match, Lesnar Roman, regardless of who wins. Mm-hmm. Your champion is going to be beyond beaten, battered, bruised, and going to be hardly time. in any condition to actually defend themselves. Hey, Riddle, there's your opportunity. Yep. I, I think that'll be beautiful. And I know, you know, given the, the possibility of them keeping both titles or separating both titles, Riddle could be that one that's like, you know what? I'm going to defend this title that I don't want anymore because I only want one around my waist. And whoever beats before it beats before it. That's you know? valid. Or even just doing it separate for the titles. You never know because there's so many ways that you could play against it and play about it. Um, next match on the card that we have is the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match: the Usos versus the Street Profits. Um, it looks like from our predictions we are three and three. So myself. Flash and Panda all chose the Street Profits, where you, Desario, and MKE chose the Usos. Do you have your reasoning for the Usos? I I just think, first off, you just unified the titles not very long ago. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I think with the Usos being on the role that they are, not only just, you know, being in the bloodline, but, you know, them just being the tag team that they are, I think you keep them with the unified tag team titles just a little longer. And it's not to say that I wouldn't love to see the Street Profits regain tag goal, mm-hmm. but I don't think the timing is quite right. How long would you push off somebody going for these titles or like taking either one off of them? Um, Because at this point, your tag team division just isn't big enough to separate them. So we combine them and turn them into actual like gold and like white belts or like purple belts because then it represents both brands. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But I honestly give it through next paper, not SummerSlam. I would say next pay-per-view is SummerSlam. We were just talking about Um, that. I'm thinking the one right after, was it Clash? Clash at the Castle. Clash at the Castle would be, I think, Clash at the Castle, which would be taking the spot of, I want to say, Clash of Champions. I I think hope every title's on the line for that one. I, I personally would say that that's... Probably when well, probably the best time, especially because at this point they have been holding on to tag team gold for approaching seven hundred days. Um, um, no, Roman Reigns is approaching seven hundred days or over. They are about a year. Okay, 
But my point is, I think that would be an appropriate length. You know, you dethrone them then. Mm-hmm. And then you just, you go into the rest of the year and into next year with, the with new, new champions. Yeah. Um, right. Why don't you take us into the last All match? All right. Last match on the card, you have um, the U.S. title being defended. I'm I'm so sorry. I've, I'm a little all over this place. He's really ready to get this, you know, pay-per-view watched. That's what it is. Yes. Um, the excitement and the lack of sleep have not helped. Um, but anyway, you have Theory, mm-hmm. Vince's hand-picked protege. <coughs> defend- John Cena. He essentially is what John- they wanted the prototype version of John Cena to be. And I'm okay with it because he's making it work. Mm-hmm. very well mm-hmm. um but you have theory defending his u.s title against a former u.s champion in his own right mm-hmm. mr bobby lashley um and looking at this it looks like we're split just down the middle again with yourself mke and flash picking mr bobby lashley to mm-hmm. dethrone theory myself desario and panda picked theory um, before I get into my explanation, you want to, you want to give me an insight on what was going on through maybe yours and Flash's head? Cause I know you guys like to share these thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much between us, it was, you know, if you actually get Bobby and Theory into like a real match, like no, no, no BS from Theory. He doesn't run away. He doesn't, um, you know, just kind of take the title and dip. I, I don't see a win there. I see Bobby dominating, maybe him picking up some momentum, but I see ultimately the hurt lock getting put in and him tapping. I don't see Theory getting out of this one. I mean, Theory is good in ring, but again, I just, I don't see it. I see the hurt lock being put on, or if anything, Omos comes out for a distraction, but I really want that feud to be completely over. I'm done with that. Clean match, Bobby takes it. I think after Hell in a Cell, we can solidify that both superstars are definitely going their separate ways at this point. Mm-hmm. So um, your reason for Theory. But my reasoning for Theory is, again, he's Mr. McMahon's hand-picked protege. They're not going to book him to have this short reign because he just went back in, I want to say me? I think it was before then. Uh, like It was like right before Hell in a Cell. I could have sworn he wanted at like Backlash or like right before Backlash. My point is, it hasn't been a long reign. Um, I definitely see a lot of shenanigans because it's theory and that's mm-hmm. something he's good at. And I would personally like to see this maybe set up a... John Cena return? A John Cena re- in-ring return versus theory, uh, you know, say put the title on the line, whatever. And maybe like a passing of the torch type thing, Cena to theory. Who knows? I mean, we did see Cena's 20th uh, celebration, 20 year celebration, and he did say that this isn't the last time we see him in the ring. We just don't know when um, it'll happen. We just, again, we don't know when it'll happen, but, you know, even say SummerSlam Clash at the Castle, Cena comes back, you could book it to Theory winning, you could book it to Theory losing. Either way, John puts him over. John definitely puts him over because Cena's really good at either marrying you or getting you over. And I think with the level of respect that I, I, I'm hoping they have for each other, he, he decides, I'm going to put him over. Um, however, speaking of Clash of at the Castle, 
I do want to see something and something I saw on social media. I think I saw it with you. Mm-hmm. A possible short stint of Gunther Cena for the IC title. Yes. Um, Cena gets the first match and then Gunther reclaims mm-hmm. it at, you know. The next pay-per-view after that. At Clash of Clash at uh, the Castle. Oh, so you're talking SummerSlam. I'm thinking yeah. like maybe SummerSlam. Um, but, you know, Clash of the Castle. And because at the end of the day, there is no way for Gunther to lose out, even if he does lose that IC title to Cena, giving him his, which would have, give, which would give him his first loss on the main roster. But it would also make Cena a... Uh, it would finally give Cena one accolade that he doesn't have, and that's the title of Grand Slam champion. Yep, that's what I was thinking of. My brain was like... Oh yeah, no, mine and your brains have been all over the place today. We've um, had a lot going. So that is the end of predictions. Um, although it seems like a smaller match card, we know it's going to be a very long pay-per-view because of the Money in the Bank ladder matches. I am so excited And I to think with the smaller match card, you can do a lot more. And I will state this. And you can have your matches run longer too. Yes. Um... I will state this. I'm really happy about the way the card is set up. Only six matches, four of which being title matches. Yes, I am very happy. All but two champions being represented. I'm I'm not angry about it for this reason. It's not something they've done in a long time. And I'm hoping to see it be done more, especially when we were talking about Clash at the Castle. I really hope that that is like Clash of Champions, Night of Champions, whatever you want to call it. And every single title is on the line. I'd love to see that because I miss seeing that. And I miss the opportunity that people get to have where you get every title on the line. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I miss the old WWE. I really do. I think so, it's a nice little uh, treat for us fans when we get to see the titles being defended. Yeah, most definitely. All right, guys, that is the end for this podcast. Cannot wait to come uh, for the aftermath, the recap. So we will see you then. You guys have a safe 4th of July weekend. All right, later, guys.